Hello, uh, everyone. So um, uh, thank you for coming to uh, my sessions, today's sessions. Um, so um, today, um, I'm going to present about, um, this session is about the CICD, that um, the, for the like, uh, machine learning pipeline uh, for the Amazon SageMaker. So um, I think um, the SageMaker is uh, just announced um, um, last, last year. So um, we have like uh, many use cases on about the SageMaker, but uh, um, to make uh, the SageMaker on the production is some kind of, uh, you, you have to think about something that um, kind of the process of the data scientist um, to commit the code or some, some process to make your productions um, reliabilities and high-ability, right? So um, in this topic, um, I'm going to um, talk about my experience on the SageMaker and uh, how um, I have um, the, the thinking about the working flow, um, CICD on the SageMaker, right? So um, let's introduce myself. Um, so I'm Amrit. Um, so I'm uh, from Thailand. That um, actually I um, built uh, the community in Thailand that we have the meetups and also uh, we have the user group in Thailand. Then currently the meetups, uh, the, the user groups are uh, is about uh, five thousand. Uh, members in Thailand that is kind of the very active uh, user group in Thailand. Also, and also um, I'm um, the heroes and also the, do some kinds of the, 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 um, the consulting and also the instructors for the, the AWS courses. So um, here's a, the, the, the elephant one, is a local of the user group, is from Thailand, is a elephant, right? It's a super elephant. Right, so we do some kind of the many activities. Um, for example, we have the meetups, and also we uh, have like uh, DevOps uh, session, workshops, something. And also we have uh, uh, many supports from AWS, uh, especially from the evangelist, uh, Donnie, that um, are very um, supportive uh, of our user groups. Okay. So um, today's agenda is about, uh, I think, I, I'm going to talk about the four topics. The first one is uh, the CI/CD on Amazon Web Services, and the second is the machine learning with Amazon SageMakers, and the third one is uh, how the Amazon SageMaker uh, integrated into the architectures, right? In in the the high level architecture, how to integrate it with another services, and also um, the last one is the CI/CD on the SageMaker. So I have some um, small demo on that. So let's see the first one. So um, actually, the, de the DevOps is um, normally we're talking about DevOps because of we have the developers right in the companies and the, in the price. But uh, so we need uh, some kinds of the agility, and also we need uh, reliability and also the consistency about the many environment right and agilities to make the process is. Uh, uh, the, the good, uh, the good, uh, um, the, uh, the good build structures, right? So, but um, for the data scientists, right? So actually, the data, data scientists normally um, they they are also the developers, right? They have to write the code and they need um, to commit the the code and also they have the collaborations. They have a team. So the data scientists require um, the DevOps too. So they, they require the CI/CD. So, but um, for the text maker, it's a tool for the data analysis. 
how we can integrate uh, the, the, the SageMaker inside the data scientist. So let's begin with the CI/CD. Okay, uh, on Amazon databases. So, um, so CI is stand for the continuous integrations, and the CD is stand for the continuous delivery, right? So, um, so the CI is mean we are going to have we go, normally we developers we going to start with the code, right? The source codes. So um, we're going to have like uh, many versions of the source codes. So we're going to um, have the some, some things that control the versions that normally we call the version uh, source control. That after the source control, we're going to build the release of the software, right? So, um, so the CI is going to build upon the source codes and go through the builds. And for the CD, it means from the source codes, to the build and build going to deploy it into the staging. And then we made some kind of the approval process and then we're going to deploy it into the production. Okay, so this is a CICD. So CICD, um, this means we, why we need a CICD. The first one, because um, sometimes uh, we are not perfect, right? So sometimes we, we write the code and we have the bugs. So we, want to fix the box um, earlier and also the faster, right? And so how we can de deploy and deliver the program faster and also the offense. And, and also, um, because our, we are developers, right? The developers um, don't, don't want to chip the, uh, the code faster, right? So sometimes that if they have the waiting process, they don't, they don't like that, okay? So it's unblocked the developers. And also, we, you, you're going to get a skill factor, um, grow the skill. So uh, the depth of it means the process that is a culture on in, your, in your companies and also in the price in your startup uh, cultures that is make your um, um, developments, um, iterations, um, um, processes, agility. So it's going to start with like a code. It's going to go through the build, the test, the release, the deploy, um, operates the monitoring and also the plan. So it's some kind of iterations that you're going to um, learning about uh, the process and also you adapt the agilities of the development process on that. So AWS also have the CI/CD tools, the developer tools that support uh, the DevOps that the CI/CD. That in this um, presentation, I'm going to um, describe about um, just uh, some some tools that we I'm used to um, uh, use the CI/CD for the SageMaker. So the first one is a is a code pipeline, the the code commits, the code builds, and also the code departs. So in the first one, um, the the code oh sorry, okay, the code pipeline is a is a tools to make your uh, to do the CD that is continuous delivery services that is managed service for the AWS. So it can make your process. You can drag and drop the process. You can define the process of um, your developments um, in, in the code pipelines. And also you can um, do the, like a trigger, some trigger when the code is changed to build automated build and also automate test and also deploy the code every time you um, make a code change. Also, it's also integrated with uh, the third-party tools and also 
uh, integrate with the AWS tool also. So for example, for the code pipeline, um, okay. So the code pipelines, uh, we start with the source code also. And then after we commit the code to the source code, uh, source control, and then it go through the process of the build. That means you're going to get the package of the software, right? The build. And then you, after build, you're going to process of the testing. From the testing, you deploy it into the staging. And also after that, you use that build to deploy it into the production workloads, right? So for the code pipeline, this is an example that is, uh, uh, I just uh, explained about the normal workflow that is the, in the left side. That um, you, you're going to see about the, the flow that uh, from the source codes, we just um, save, the data, save the source code into the S3. And then after we paste the zip, uh, source code into the S3, it automate, automates deploy into the staging and also the productions, right? But uh, you can do the workflow with the approval process also. That is a second um, in, in the light sites that you, after you put the code into the code commit, and then you're going to um, send the automate, the, do, doing the testing on the UI, and then after that, you can make the process of the approval also. That maybe you can have like a technical leads to review the, the source code also before going to push it into the production. So the, the code pipeline is like a workflow in your development framework. So it's very powerful tools, right? So the another tools that I use is uh, I'm going to use the code commit. The code commit is a managed git um, source code uh, control that normally you can use the standard git tools to um, compatible with uh, the git, uh, the, the code commits. So it's um, durable because uh, it's going to uh, store the backup, the data into the S3. And also you can encrypt the data um, with your own key, and, but, uh, and also it's no limits on the size. And also you can um, integrate with the SNS and also the Lambda things also. Another thing is, uh, um, code deploy, uh, code build, sorry. The code build is a managed build um, services that is help you about um, like uh, build the packaging and also the testing and also um, the zip, um, the package into the, the one uh, file. And then it's going to make you um, can ship the, the package of the software to uh, deployment process. So you can do the custom build environment using the Docker image. And also, and also you just pay only for the compute of the builds, right? Build time that you, you use, right? And also it's um, going to integrate it with the code pipeline and also the Jenkins if uh, some, uh, someone use uh, Jenkins. So you can integrate the code build into the Jenkins also. So this is um, the, the fundamental uh, CICD tools for, uh, on AWS that I use. So another one is the machine learning uh, with SageMaker. So for the machine learning for the SageMaker, we're going to understand what is the machine learning first. So for the machine learning, um, is, this the, is this the field of the AI that um, normally, is, normally instead of you going to create like uh, the programming rules from your code, so the, the, the model and also the, the logic 
uh, the logic of the software is from your data instead of your programming uh, logic. So this is uh, it's going to learn about um, you put the data and it's going to get the rules from the, your data. Okay. So the machine learning services on uh, AWS, we uh, we have uh, different uh, layers of the services. For 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 the the first level. First layers that is uh, very easy uh, to use is the services. For example, you can um, use the image recognitions um, services. For example, the the Amazon recognitions, and also you can use you can create a chatbot using the Amazon Lex. Right. So th this is the services that this is a services layer that um, you don't need to build your own model. You don't need to worry about how you can you can get the training data because the Amazon. Um, just uh, build the model for you. So you don't need to worry about um, how to get the data to, to train. You just use it as a service. So the second layer is a platform. That means um, um, you, you can customize, and also you can build your mo model of, uh, from your own data. So the, this platform, you can, for example, the SageMaker is a platform to build um, the, to build the um, a, uh, model of the AI that you can customize and also you can use the um, on-the-shelf uh, algorithms. Um, and the last one is a framework that um, you can very customizations about uh, the, your implementations. So you can just use the image of the, for example, the deep learning uh, image, AMI. And so you can implement uh, the, your algorithms and also the workflow on that. So in this pres presentation, I was going to um, use the Amazon SageMaker. That is the is the AI uh, fr uh, framework as a platform as a services. So, what is the Amazon SageMaker? So, it's going to help you about the end-to-end -end, um, machine learning platform from normally the workflow of the training uh, the, the the machine learning process is that you're going to build your own um, algorithms and then you're going to um, get the data and build the model and then going to testing and also the de deployments. So the SageMaker is going to help you end-to-end. -end. That means you can all do all process of the AI, the, the data scientist things, inside the SageMaker, right? With uh, zero setup, it means you don't need to worry about the VM, the image, also the servers, uh, underlying servers. So because the SageMaker to, um, provision is for you, and also, you can um, use your own like uh, data, uh, your um, algorithms and techniques, and also the library, for example, the TensorFlow, magnets, and so so on. So you can use that library, um, just the same things that you done on your laptops or maybe in your on-premise. So you can use that inside the SageMakers. And also, it's paid by seconds. That means um, if you uh, stop training, also stop using the, the notebooks, it's, um, just stop the, the, the pay for that. So this is uh, the pro process of the SageMaker, that is uh, we start from the build. The build thing is uh, we're going to build and write the code in, inside the Jupyter notebooks, that is the IDE, that um, you can create like uh, the Try something of the code, um, creating a thing, try to compile the code, and build some model testing on that. This is uh, the build things. And then after you create your own algorithms, 
how you use the, on the shelf algorithm, you just uh, put the data to train. But uh, instead of you going to set up like a cluster of the servers, right? The SageMaker is going to, uh, you can define, and also the SageMaker is going to handle the servers um, for you. That is from the build to the train. And then for the training, sometimes for the, I think many algorithms on the AI, Normally, use uh, uh, normally has uh, many parameters, right? So you can um, use the tuning, right? You have to tune the parameters because uh, some is a uh, different data. Maybe you has to use the different parameters, right? From the train, you have to tuning, and then from the tuning, you have uh, after tuning process is complete, then you use that model and also the parameters to deploy into the production. This is the process of the AIs, um, that, and the machine learning that you have to do uh, from the scratch, from the start to the end. Okay, so let's see this, the, the, the first one, that is the build. That is normally the SageMaker is come up, you can create like Jupyter Notebooks inside the SageMaker. This means um, you don't need to uh, provision the EC2, the SageMaker just uh, start the services, and the Jupyter, you just select the instant type and it's in already installed the Jupyter notebook inside. Okay? You can write your own uh, um, algorithms and also your method and also inside the playgrounds, inside the Jupyter notebooks, inside the SageMaker. For the train process, um, you can you just do submit the jobs to the SageMaker to, to, be, uh, the, to, to do the training. So it's the zero setup. It means you don't need to um, set up the cluster of the, the, the instance. So it's also supported the streaming data. The streaming data is, uh, this is uh, very important because uh, um, if it's, the it means that if you have like a data, um, a new data every day, so you don't need to, uh, you don't need to um, training the data from the day one. Right, so you can um, training only the incremental data. That is the uh, streaming data, and also it, sup it support to the uh, support the distributed computing also. You can use uh, ECS, also the Docker, to uh, use your own algorithms, and also you can deploy the train model inside the SageMaker itself, the hosting inside the SageMaker itself, or using the green grass, or maybe it's, uh, deep lens that it, it is hardware things that you can hosting inside uh, your model inside. Or you can um, use the locally um, uh, uh, things, uh, operator on premise to deploy your algorithms. After the training is complete, you can do like a tuning your parameters. So AWS SageMaker, we have like a parameter hyperparameter tuning, that is, it's going to um, run a large set of the training jobs with uh, um, many of the combinations of the parameters, right, to test that uh, which is the parameter that is best to your data, right? So it's going to select the set of parameters for you. Uh, instead of going, you're going to try out and error every time, it's going to um, generate like a large set of the parameters. After the tuning, you're going to deploy it into um, the, the, the using. You're going to using the model. So it's a, you're going to define um, the configuration of the endpoint because when you're going to deploy the model, you're going to use it as the API. Right, so the, after you training, 
the model is going to you have to define the endpoint that is the API that is you're going to get a low latencies and also hybridities. And also you can use your own model to create the, the API endpoints. So the SageMaker also the support the built-in algorithms and also the custom algorithms. So you can uh, use the, the SageMaker on the shelf uh, algorithm and so you can use like uh, your own algorithm, the sensor for some magnets and using the, the containers, the Docker containers to, to help to build it. All right. So with these things, it means that you're going to, um, you have the tools from the AWS that is CICD and also you have, you do know how you works on the Sage Maker. So the next one is that um, how your Sage Maker is going to integrate it into the, your infrastructure, right? Because the Sage Maker is uh, just is this the, the the hosting your your model, but uh, how it integrated with uh, um, the other services. And also how you can um, make the benefits of another services to make the, the SageMaker more secure and also more reliability, right? So, so I, I think that, um, that that concepts, so we're going to divide the frameworks of the um, AI ML integrate to the business application with this um, concept that is the first one, uh, is this the business applications. Normally, the business application is maybe the web apps, maybe the mobile apps, maybe some kinds of the applications that normally you use, right? And the, the, the back end on the business uh, applications, we have like uh, AI as a service in, in uh, for example, you're going to use like a SageMaker to build it as the API, right? So the business app going to call the API and the API of the AI is going to use the data from the data lake, right? So this, the, the flow uh, is that. Because I, why the, the thinking of the different uh, radios is that because the, normally the business applications, the software engineer is going to, to build the, the app, right? The software engineer is going to build the, the, the application, the mobile apps, and also the business apps. But for the AI services, normally software engineer don't, don't know about the the, the data, don't know about the model. But uh, AI services, you're going to, uh, the data scientist is going to build the AI as a service in your, in, your, in your stack, in your companies, right? And then for the data lake, the data uh, lake, normally is uh, for the data engineer. Data engineer going to handle how uh, we can integrate it, what the data source uh, to, to get that. So if we look inside the, the, the in the, uh, business applications. So normally, um, for for example, here is a uh, the loan approval. Maybe it's a web app, right? So business application maybe the the services of the AWS that we use. Maybe we use a Lambda. We deploy the app, uh, web apps into the ECS, EC2, or maybe we have connected to uh, the MongoDB, and also we connect to the like uh, ECS and also the RDS. The business apps, normally, if you want to make the automatic loan approval, that is the AI in the back end, it means you have to build the AI as a service inside, uh, it's a microservices inside your private uh, internal API. So in the internal API, to, to make that, you need like a lambdas, and also 
you, you need a sex maker, right? Because the data scientist in your company is uh, uh, create like a model using the sex maker. And then the last one is the, the data lakes normally we store in, in S3 because it's very cheap. So this is uh, the, how the SageMaker integrated inside the architectures. That is, you're going to make the SageMaker to be the API. So we're, we're going to start with uh, the, how we can make the SageMaker to become uh, AIML as a services in, inside your internal companies, right? So, Normally, data scientists, right? If you have a group of the data scientists in your company, is going to he, uh, he or she going to keep uh, developments on the Jupyter notebooks first, right? So we going to play with is a playground. So they're going to um, build some codes and also play some data inside the the Jupyter notebooks, and then they're going to connect with the S3, right? To build your, their own models, and then after that. Um, so after they build the, their own models, it's go, they're going to uh, make the SageMaker to hosting the model. Is this, I call it is as the backend API. That is the API that SageMaker, uh, that uh, the SageMaker um, hosting the model that the data scientist um, built. Okay. So, but, for the backend API, it means the SageMaker, they don't have like uh, the authorizations, they don't have the, some kinds of the caching, they don't have some kind of like uh, um, the, the method that going to optimize the API call. So to make it like uh, reliability, reliable and also the high reliability, we're going to use like an API gateway, right, in front of the SageMaker. So we're going to use the API gateway for what for? Is what using for caching, using for throttling, and so using for like uh, generating the API key, and also maybe we can like uh, handle some uh, some like a DDoS protection, right? And also after the API gateway, we we implement the lambda things. The lambda is uh, you can like uh, do the transformations of the data, the input output and also you can do some business logics inside the Lambda, right? So I call, I call this one is a front-end API. That is the front-end API is the API that going to interface to the mobile apps, maybe interface to the web app services. So, um, so, the, so the front, the Lambda is going to call the SageMaker, right? Because uh, the user going to uh, call from the API gateway and then Lambda and Lambda call the SageMaker. So sometimes the Lambdas, maybe we have like uh, some mapping, right, with the, with the on-prem data or maybe on the RDS. So the Lambda, thing, this business logics is going to connect with the DynamoDB or maybe the RDS, okay? So as a services, it means that you're going to build the AI as a service, right, with the API gateway. Lambda, SageMaker, and also in the data science, you're going to have the S3 as a data lake. So the Lambda um, from another services going to call from API gateway, not call the SageMaker directly. Okay, so it's, you're going to protect the environments of the SageMaker using the API gateway. Sometimes um, 
if you have a new data arrive is in inside the S3, you just um, recalculating and, and start a new model and create a start a Jupyter notebooks and then just run through um, the old script again, and then the model is going to update that so that the front end is don't have to to um, to use the um, the another API, the another endpoint, because they could connect to the uh, API gateway and Lambda, right? Okay. So you can use the car wash event. Sometimes you can scheduling for the modeling inside um, the section makers. So um, let's see the demo. Oh, my computer is asleep. Sorry. Okay, so um, so we're going to try to build um, the API gateways, lambdas, and also the section maker, right? So um, I'm going to use the go through the the section maker first. Okay, the section maker that I I built use uh, is um, the we I'm going to create a, the node, notebook instance that is a reinvent depth. This is for the data scientist, right? The data scientist is going to use the the, section, uh, the, the notebooks to um, to uh, to build their own algorithms and playgrounds of your the the applications. So I just use the the example of the section maker that is the breast cancer um, predictions. So in in here you, you can see that. Um, I edit something from the example that I get. Um, I get the data from the S3 that I hosted inside the S3 here, right? The data, and also um, from here, from the search maker, we just download the, the data, right? We um, we just read the data from the CSV, and then we manipulate the data a little bit. And then we create uh, the features and labels. So this is uh, some, something that's in, important that from the data set that you got, normally it's got like, uh, for example, the 100, um, 1,000 um, rows. So we, the, 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 the normally we're going to separate the, the data into three parts. The first one is for the training data. That is a, normally it's a 80%. That is for the training that is going to use to learning the model of the the, the sex makers, and also the ten percent is for the validations. It means if you want to um, validate your models in different parameters, right? We're going to use the the ten percent of the data to validate which parameter is a be, uh, the best, and then the ten percent is the testing is a unbiased thing that is going to after you uh, select um, the good parameters, the 10% is going to validate how good of the training data. Okay, so uh, after we training, do the training things. So we have the scripts of define the jobs here inside the search makers, the previous jobs. So the jobs we define here, we're going to um, set up the name here, the linear. So I just uh, put the, the, 
um, the time. And then we use the containers right, to, to build the, the training models. You can define the instance type here, that how big of the instance that you want to, to use it to train. Right? After that, I just execute it to uh, creating the, the training jobs here. Okay. And after we got the training uh, models, I just uh, do the hosting, the hosting of the sex maker. So let's try to run through the, the training job again. So in the sex makers, you're going to see the training jobs in here. That means um, you can execute it um, by the consoles, or you can use you can use the Jupiters to execute the training jobs, right? So, oops, something wrong in normally. Mm, again, let's try this one. Oh, I think I already checked that. Okay, that's true. true. Sorry about that. Okay, so this is uh, in progress. It means it's going to call um, the training jobs here. So it's going to build a new one, right? So um, from the training, from the Jupiter, the data scientists, they can go end to end. It means from the cleaning the data, to the training, the, the, the jobs, and also after that, it's going to hosting the, 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 the model inside. So for example, here, after I got uh, all of the scripts, I'm going to get the endpoint. That means I'm going to get the URL, that is the API from the SageMaker, right? So I can use that to execute the models. So from the from the, my, my concept of the, the asset services, that means I'm going to use the API gateway and also the Lambda to call uh, the SageMaker, not, not publish the SageMaker API to the, to directly to another developers, just publish the API gateway, right? So I use, so I create like a Lambda things that, um, to going to uh, invoke the endpoint of the, the sex makers, right? Going to pass the par parameters from the API gateway and going to pass directly to the, to the sex maker, right? And so I just built the API gateway, um, the post methods that has to connect to the lambdas. So let's try to um, post. So, the request thing that is going to post it here is a request body. Um, it's a JSON file. So I just push the test. So it's a, here is a prediction score, right? So it means that um, I can, so instead of, um, I'm going to publish um, the API of the, I'm going to publish the API of the search maker. I just published the API of the API gateway, right? So, it's, but this is the challenge. The challenge is that um, this is only for the testing is good, right? 
is this the, the lab testing? It's good because uh, um, you can just uh, do the API. But um, the challenge is that how you can do the versioning, right? The versioning of the source code of the Sage makers, right? The Jupyter notebooks. Also, how you can control the multiple environments, depth tests, and productions. And also, sometimes in the production environment, the data scientists don't allow to, to touch anything inside the, the production frame, framework uh, environments, right? And also, how you can build the incremental model. So, with this challenge, we're going to do the CI CD on the stage maker. So, the first one is we're going to do the versioning control, right? So with the data scientists, they all do all things inside the search maker, from the data preparations, the training, the tunings, and also the deployments. They all do, they all done inside the Jupyter notebooks, right? Because uh, they don't write like uh, any language, they just uh, test all that inside. So my, my versioning is the Jupyter notebook files, and also its folders, right? So it's an end-to-end scripts inside the Jupyter files. So this one is going to be versioning, right? So it's just versioning all of the files inside for the folders, the projects inside the code commits. And then, so, so that is mean that if you have in many of the data scientists, you can um, use the same repositories of the code commit to check out and also the, do the git, uh, so um, do the collaboration between the code commits. It means that we can do the code pipelines. That means we start with the code commit, right? So the problem is that if we want to deploy the models, in we have the many environments, right? We want the test environments, and also we want the production environments. Uh, so we need the approval before deploying to the productions. So from the code commit, it means if, some, if uh, we commit the code, if the data scientists commit the codes inside the code commit, we would like to package it, the SIPs, right? The SIP of the Jupyter files with the is folder inside, SIP and press it into the S3, right? So after that, it means um, I'm going to um, using to to deploy the to deploy uh, uh, Jupiter's inside the maybe sometime of the non-production production environment or maybe productions. I'm going to use that zip file, right? I'm going to deploy it inside the Jupiter's. So I'm going to create a new Jupiter's uh, notebooks and get the source code from the zip files and and unzip it and execute the, the scripts that data scientists just written, right? So we can do run, go through from the data preparations, training, tuning, and so deployments with the same scripts that the data scientists use to play around of their um, environments, okay? So to do that, it means I'm going to use the cloud formations, right? I'm going to use the cloud formations um, to create uh, the stacks of the API gateway and the lambdas and also the search maker and also the S3 is a data lake, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same. So I'm going to use the, the cloud formations from the API gateways and the lambda, uh, API gateway lambdas and search makers. Okay, after 
we create the stacks using the same source codes from the code commits. Then maybe we have some like approval process um, to approve before we going to uh, from the testing stage to the staging and also for the productions. So we can use the code pipeline to do uh, to help us, right? To after approve, it's the same process, the same crop of crop formation stacks, right? So just uh, from the staging, just uh, commit um, after approve, the crop formation templates is uh, executed. Uh, so we do the same things, right? And also from the staging, we do a, maybe we have a approval again, and also create a crop formation template, right, to execute it. Okay, this is a concept that I, I, I think is uh, efficient for, for is uh, sufficient for, for do the DevOps DICD uh, for the section maker, and also it's guaranteed that a data scientist um, don't touch your production environments, and also um, it's going to help you to maintain the versioning control of the source code of the the the, the um, of the data scientist. Okay, so um, let's demo the things. So um, let's see the um, okay yeah okay. Let's see the high level first. It means the code pipeline that I I I config is uh, has the stage. I think it's uh, from the stage of the source code that I going to monitoring the code commits that is going to use um, the, the the same repositories, and then um, I going to after it's changed, I'm going to build it, right? The zip zip it, and also it's going to deploy it. But um, I'm going to de divide the stacks, the cloud formation stack in separate stacks. The stack, the first stack is the stack of the stage makers, and the second stack is the stack of the API, right? Because the normally the because uh, normally the, um, the 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 cloud formations um, going to be executed um, if only the cloud formations template is a change, right? So it means that if I want to use the same API gateway endpoints and also use the same Lambda, right? I'm, so it's not changed. So I, uh, I use the different step, different templates to, to separate the stage makers and also the, the API. So I'm going to delete um, stage maker stacks every time that is, the code is changed. Right, and going to create a new one, right, and then after create a new one, I just get the data from the S3 that is the source code from the code build, and unzip it and execute it, right. So I just rerun the, the the steps, and then I'm going to have an approval process here, and just do the same for the production workloads. Okay, um, here is a so I'm going to test it. So actually, the Jupyter we have we is already installed the Git inside the Jupyter, right? So in the Jupyter, you can access to the terminals. Okay, let's try this one. So this one is the uh, stacks of the the data scientist. Okay, so for example, here I'm working on the these projects, the Jupyter notebooks. So I'm going to change it into um, 
change the source code, maybe just uh, version four, right? For example, oh sorry. And then um, I'm going to uh, commit the code to Jupyter files to the code commits. Okay. So um, git um, adds. Okay. Git uh, commits. Uh, version 4.4. Okay, and I just push the change. Okay. After I put the change, the code pipeline is going to be um, executed. Okay. So it's going to trigger the code pipeline, okay? So the code is changed. It means it's going to unzip all the data from these folders again, right? So after it's changed. While waiting for the, 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 the code pipeline works, I'm going to, um, show you about the, the, the build, the code build, the, the build files that normally we use in, to define the code build, the build here, the build process. We're going to use like um, build specs. It means this one is going to, um, is going to um, tell the code pipeline that we're going to um, push that is a zip code, zip the, the environment, the, the data, the, the, the source codes into the S3 and zip it as the notebook.zip, right? And then just uh, copy it into the, the S3 that I just um, created and then just zip all the files there, okay? This is a, it's a build from the code paper here. So we just finished the zip code, zip, zip the data then it's going to execute to um, deploy the, the SageMaker uh, environments. So actually I have the, the, the old stacks, that is the depth stack, it's going to automatically delete the old SageMaker things, right? Because it terminated the old stacks before we create a new one. So this is a car formation, it's going to um, delete that Right, it's take a while. So here I'm going to show you about the, the cloud formation that I, that, that I show you. That is here. So I have separated the templates into two parts. The first one is the for the API, and the second one is the sex makers. Right, so the sex makers that I'm use is I'm going to um, build about the, the CloudFormation templates to create a new SageMaker notebooks, okay? So I just define the, the type of the CloudFormations and also the instant type, right? And also this one is a lifecycle life, life configurations. This means um, normally when I, it's going to, um, like uh, when the notebook is starts, I'm going to automate um, have an automation steps 
that going to call all the process that data scientists um, just write the codes. So it's going to define the lifecycle configuration here. So I define separate um, lifecycle for the development environments and also the production environments. So in different lifecycle for each stacks. Right, so for the depths, it means I'm going to, um, when, when you start the notebooks, I just, I just uh, make uh, the folders, right? And then just uh, copy the, 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 the zip file that I just um, built, the notebook.zips, inside, um, inside the home of the section maker here. I unzip the files, and then um, I just executed the notebook, Jupyter notebook, okay, the scripts. So this is the car formation templates um, and the lifecycle here. That means when the notebooks um, start again, it's going to execute the script that the data scientist just write, written. Right, so it's going, API is the same because I don't, I don't delete the stacks, so it's just the same um, endpoints. So the SageMaker here is going to create a new one. So here is a new CloudFormation, it's a new notebooks. So after it's created, I'm going to log in to the notebooks and see that the versioning of the file should be 4.0, right? Because I just edited it, right? Okay. So let's get in. Okay. After it's finished, uh, the deploy the new SageMaker, it's going to um, send the email. You can set up to send the email or maybe notifications in the approval process also. Okay. So, um, when we wait for the, the deployment of the, the new car formations, so we're going to um, see another files. This is uh, the SageMaker YML, that is a car formation for the SageMakers. So I have the templates, the car formation for the API also. That is, um, I'm going to create like uh, the API gateway, and also I'm going to create like uh, um, the, the Lambda functions. This lambda functions, I, I just um, input a zip, zip file here. That is the code of the, 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 the Python that pass the parameter to the sage makers. Right? It's a very simple um, lambda things. Do something slow here. Okay, so um, let's wait um, here a few minutes. Let me check for that. Oh, it's also pending. Also, um, back to the slides first, and then we're going to uh, see the things works. So um, the code pipelines, the benefit of this one is mean that um, you can do the versioning controls of the Jupyter notebook files. And also, 
you can do the consistency deployments, right? Because uh, from, the from the data scientist, you just commit the same code, right, inside the code commits, and you use that, the code from the data scientist to deploy the API, right? So it's very consistency deployment from the development environments to the testing and also for the productions. And so you can do the deployment with the same codes. And also, if sometimes you want to, on, do, to do the ongoing build incremental models, you can just use the CloudWatch event to trigger, to start the, uh, to start the Jupyter Notebook again. Right? So it's going to um, iterating, uh, build the model, a new one every day, for example, if you have a new um, data every day. Right? So let's go back to here. Okay, so um, the Jupyter Notebook is uh, complete finished, and then the code pipeline is waiting for the approval. Okay, so to do, to see inside the the the, Debra, uh, the testing Jupyter Notebooks, uh, I'm going to click it. Okay, so inside here and press answers. So this is uh, the test environments. So this is uh, the new version, right? So is this the same version that I just edited inside the, the another notebook, right? So is this the same, the same new versions? So this means that you can, after I'm going to click approval again, it's going to deploy it into the production environments, right? So does uh, approve. For versions 4.4, you know, approve. So after I approve, it's going to deploy in, in, to, to the production stage uh, makers, right? So this is uh, the steps that that um, from the from the source code builds, um, deploy the depths, and also approval, and also deploy for the productions. Okay, so um, you can see that here it's going to delete that, the stage makers. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is the productions um, environments. So um, in so this is uh, the the steps that I found that is very efficient. That it means that the data scientists don't don't need to worry about the deployment on the productions. And also for the DevOps guys, just set up the, the cloud formations and also just set up the, the code pipeline that um, supported um, this kind of the workflows. That means you can do the, do the um, environment here. So for the code pipeline, you can do across the account. For example, if you have many accounts in your, in, in your environment, you can execute that. Uh, for the non-production account first, and then get the approval and execution uh, in the production account as well, right? So you can separate the account to, to do the DevOps, okay? So um, in conclusion, uh, it means, um, so you can do the CICD on Amazon Web Services um, that from the, the source builds, test, and also the productions. And so you can do the machine learning with the uh, Amazon SageMaker. It's uh, very flexible and also scalable. The API Gateway and the Lambda things um, is going to help the SageMaker um, totaling to protect the API from the, the, the many things, uh, many workloads, many uh, the lets, 
that is um, more than you, you set up. And so you can do the caching. The caching is a very, very, very good thing to do because sometimes uh, when you do the API, it means sometimes it's uh, the same request, right? The same request is going to make the same response. If you do the caching, it means you're going to um, reduce the workloads that you're going to hit to the hosting on the SageMaker. So you can use the API gateway to caching some um, data uh, outputs on that, right? And then you can do the authorizations on the API gateway also. It means you can do the API key, you can do the uh, authentications with the Cognito, some, some kind of that. And also um, you can do, for, for all of that, from the CICD tools that AWS provide to the SageMakers, in the, inside the SageMaker, we use the lifecycle configurations. To combine that, you can use combine combination with the cloud formations to generating the environment that consistency from the developments, the testing, and also the production workloads. Okay, so uh, this is all of my presentation. So um, I think the time is uh, very short. So. Uh, so thank you, everyone. If you have the questions, right, uh, just let me know, and that's the time. Thank you.